Hello everyone, and in today's episode, I'm going to speak to Robbie, and and, and he's going to be um, speaking about his experiences and his journey with um, Crohn's disease. So, thank you um, for joining me today. And if you just want to start, just talk about you and your um, Crohn's disease. Yeah, sure. And thanks for having me. This is a uh, this is really exciting. Um, so yeah, I have Crohn's disease. Um, I was diagnosed really young. I was diagnosed with it when I was five years old. And now I'm 22. So I've had it, you know, pretty much most of my entire life. Um, and I've been on a lot of different medications. I've tried a lot of different treatments for it. Um, you know, I've tried like the biologics route. I tried different diets and everything like that. I've tried more holistic methods and things like that. Um, so I have a lot of different, you know, if you, if you name a, a medication or something, I've probably tried it at least once, <laughs> but yeah, I have pretty active Crohn's and it's pretty, pretty severe. So I've, I've never actually been in remission. Um, I mean, I've, I've done okay, like being on medications and stuff, but I've never actually achieved remission. Um, and then, so also kind of later on in my life too, more like in high school, um, like later in high school, I started to develop other kind of autoimmune diseases too and different things like that so like psoriasis or eczema that sort of stuff which you know it kind of makes sense it kind of goes hand in hand like if you have one thing um it's not really surprising to develop other other issues you know so that's that's been an issue kind of later in high school and then and then throughout college and and college was a big struggle too. I went away to school, um, which which I loved. Um, it was it was a lot of fun, but you know it's a big struggle trying to manage the stress of college and classes and and that whole transition, and then also trying to maintain your health. Because for me, especially stress is like a big trigger for my symptoms and everything. So I had some issues in college with my health. Um, I never had to like take a semester off or anything like that, but just a lot of adjustments and a lot of things to to kind of deal with and then I would also get sick a lot from even just from being on medications that that suppress your immune system and you know being living on campus and being in a dormitory type um, situation you know a lot of people get sick and everything like that so that was a big issue for me too I would get sick like every semester yeah because um like 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 as you said that um like like trying to maintain your like your schoolwork at the same time maybe get being in a lot of pain at the same time I I know how how that can feel because um it, it, it isn't nice that like at the same time you don't want to miss schoolwork and at the same time you're in that amount of pain that you might not be able to like try your hardest. Yeah, yeah, that's very well said. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly true. Um. But yeah, so then last, so like my junior year of college, um, so now I, I, I just graduated, I just graduated this past May, um, just to give you kind of some perspective there, but la- my junior year of college, I kind of hit like, I guess a rock bottom, you could say, with as far as my health and everything, even just like physical and mental health, I was just feeling very defeated. So I really decided to just, at that point, I had a big mindset change and I really, just made health like my number one priority. Um, So I started, you know, doing a lot more natural kind of holistic approaches, I guess you could say, and focusing a lot more on my diet and my exercise and things like that. Cause I really 
did not want to rely on medications and and the medications I was on, they would they would help, they would keep me out of the hospital, but they wouldn't put me in remission. And they also, there are a lot of side effects and they caused a lot of other issues for me. Like I'm sure for many people, that's just one of the, one of the downsides of those kind of medications. So I was just getting really fed up with that. So I started, um, actually just recently, I started doing the simple carbohydrate diet. Um, I've been doing that for a couple months now. Um, I don't know. Are you familiar with that at all, Mason? Yeah, like like like, like the diet. Um, yeah, like like for me, um, like um, because um, like like, like my Crohn's. Uh, what what I tend to do is like um, like especially in the time we are in now, I like to try and be trying new things just to see how yeah. they are because you, you just don't know what what could like um set you off or or not. So right, uh, right. I, th- I think it like for me, like um, like it's good to try new things. I, I don't know, like for you, is there anything like you have or you can't you have to avoid? Oh, like trigger foods and things yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I mean definitely. Um, like a lot of sugar, like very sugary foods, I try to avoid as much as possible, which is you know hard to do, obviously for many reasons. There's added sugar in in almost everything and and it's super addicting so that that really was a struggle that took a a lot of effort to kind of sway out of my diet as much as possible obviously you can't avoid it altogether but you know i i've always noticed if i have too much sugar it definitely kind of flares up both the crohn's and the and the psoriasis and also another one would be just like spicy foods in general i always stay away from spicy foods that that never goes well (laughs) never ends well (laughs) As, as much as it, as much as nice it could be, but you just can't risk it being in pain. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. So, like now, are, like, are you any on um, any like um, medication like right now? <clears throat> Actually, right now I'm not, um, and I'm I'm doing okay right now, which is which is really good. So, just to kind of backtrack, I was on. Um, you know, when I was younger, I was on methotrexate for a while for a very, very long time because that, that always seemed to work, but it also caused a lot of side effects for me and, um, it made me feel really sick and, uh, like sick to my stomach. So I always hated, um, being on that when I was a kid. Um, and then I finally got off of that and then I switched to, I was put on Humira and that was more like when I was in high school and that worked really well for me for a while. Um, I was kind of able to be okay throughout high school and I had like a bit of a growth spurt too because before that I wasn't really growing at all. Um, So that was good. But then eventually with the Humira, as with most of these types of medications, it it gradually just stopped working. And basically my doctor just had to keep upping the, the dosage of it. So I went from, you know, getting a Humira injection every other week, which is like the normal um, dosage to then doing it, getting an injection every week. And then when that stopped working, I was up to getting like two injections every single week. Um, so it was just a lot. And I didn't want to be on that high of a dose for, for that long of a time. Um, so eventually I stopped that. And also at that point I was, I was getting very sick with, um, 
with other things, just like j catching colds or the flu, because I was on such a high immunosuppressant that mm -hmm. I would just catch every little thing, you know? Yeah. So then after that, um, I eventually switched to Intivio. Um, well, actually, I switched to um, Stellara before I was on the Intivio, but I was only on that for a short amount of time, like less than a year, because that didn't really seem to do anything for me. It didn't really work at all. Then I switched to Intivio, and this was um, in college, probably like my freshman and sophomore year and part of my junior year, and I was on Intivio, and that did seem to help. Um, that works pretty well. Um, but then the, just just within this past year when I really started, you know, I, I, I was doing okay, but I wasn't doing great, and I was just getting really fed up. Um, and I was still getting a lot of side effects from these medications and stuff. So I did gradually, I was able to get off all medications. So I've been off the Intivio since basically since 2020. So since I stopped it at the end of December and I've been off it since then. So it's now June. So I've, I've been off medications for, um, six months then basically. So like, just, just, yeah, like, no, like go a ahead. Like with, um, being off, like you're uh, like um, you're not going on anything. Um, like, are, are you getting like any pain like with that, or, you, or is it all, all right? It's really been all right. I actually, I've been, I've been doing pretty good, even better than I've been than I've been doing on some of these medications. Um, because I've really been doing a very very strict diet and things like that. Like I mentioned with the simple carbohydrate diet, that I just started doing within these past six months. Um, and that I feel like has been helping a lot. You know, I, I kind of started it, you know, very, I'm doing it by the T kind of. So I started doing like the intro stages and then going into st stage one and stage two. And eventually you basically cut out a lot of foods and then you gradually add them back in. And, you know, you stay away from like complex carbohydrates, which the idea behind behind that is that with complex carbohydrates, it it takes a very long time for your body to break those molecules um, down inside your intestines. So basically that food is, is sitting there digesting for a while and that gives the bad bacteria in your, in your gut a lot of time to feed off of that and grow and that, ca that causes all these other issues in your, in your intestines and stuff. So by, by cutting those out and sticking to simple carbs like fruits and things like that, which, which get absorbed by your b body very quickly, um, the point is to kind of eliminate that process and kind of starve out the bad bacteria in your gut. Um, so, you know, it does take a while. Um, it, there's definitely, you know, it's not, it's not easy to do. And there was, I guess the main downside would be, I did lose a little bit of weight. Um, because when you start the diet, you're not eating a lot of foods and you're not getting in as many calories. And also you're kind of starving out that bad bacteria so your body is literally like flushing everything out it's it's kind of like a detox in a way almost you know yeah um like like going back to like uh, as you said that um when you're diagnosed with Crohn's disease it was when you was quite young and like um lo like when you was young and, and you had Crohn's disease when you like because you was young and you, and you probably you didn't know much about it or what Crohn's disease was um yeah. like how did you feel like um, getting diagnosed as a, a Crohn's disease at, at quite a young age? Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Like being diagnosed that young as as a as a little kid, um, it doesn't really affect you as much then. At least for me, 
because like you said you don't really know what's going on and and especially for my family too like no one in my family had Crohn's I mean my sister one of my sisters did get Crohn's but that was later on that was that was years after I was diagnosed but even like my relatives and and things like that no one no one has Crohn's or colitis or anything like that so you know, I didn't know anything about it, obviously, and my even, but even my parents, like it was completely new to them too. They they didn't know anything about it, so it was a big learning experience. And and basically, my mom and dad, they were they were my caretakers. So when I was diagnosed, you know, my health was was pretty much their responsibility, not I, not mine. You know, because I can't make really any of those types of decisions about medications or anything like that. Like you don't, you just don't understand as a as a five year old kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I obviously knew like I could tell like I wasn't feeling well and like, you know, I couldn't do a lot of other things that the other kids my age were doing like playing sports and things like that. Um but it didn't it didn't really impact my like like at least mentally. Like I was still a happy kid. I was still able to to enjoy things, you know. So it really you really only get that kind of reality to it later on in life when you kind of start realizing, you know, exactly how it impacts you. And, you know, the more responsibilities you have later in life, the more you realize how much it actually affects you. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, like with getting diagnosed, like, do you remember, like, how you got diagnosed with Crohn's? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't remember it specifically, but I do know that it's kind of funny, like, I don't, remember being sick when I was diagnosed it was really my parents that and my family that picked up on it and that and that noticed it um it was basically they noticed I was going to the bathroom a lot more uh, and things like that and not tolerating tolerating food very well um and to me like I didn't even notice that like I guess I just figured like I didn't see that as an issue like at being a five-year-old kid um I didn't like see anything wrong with that. I don't know, but they, they noticed it and they picked up on it. So they brought me into the doctor. Um, and for me, I, I kind of lucked out in a way in, in the sense that like I was diagnosed pretty quickly and pretty easily. I know some people, they have it for like years and they, they have no idea or they get misdiagnosed. Um, but for me, I know I, I got a colonoscopy um, and that's when, you know, they basically said, okay, yeah, he has Crohn's disease. Yeah, uh, like, like that was the same way for me. How I got diagnosed, of course, it, it would have been a much, I'm, I was much older than you when I got diagnosed because I was diagnosed when I was sixteen in twenty seventeen. Okay. So, so it, it was a bit different. But I know having the coconoscopy isn't nice, and it's not nice to have. But at least you got diagnosed quite quickly the way you did because um I know like as you say some people can being misdiagnosed or by ages to get diagnosed yeah. with Crohn's disease so that, that, that is good like like you know but um like, like going on to now like like what's happening in the world like now like with the coronavirus like um how do you feel about that because I know like with your Crohn's disease and it can like um like, like maybe not be able to see people as much as you can or as much as your friends can who haven't got Crohn's disease or like um a low immune system or anything Right, exactly. So, you know, people with chronic illnesses or people with Crohn's or anyone that's on these immunosuppressant uh, medications, you know, we're in the high risk category for for coronavirus. And 
you know, it, it's, it's a little scary, you know, you're at extra risk. Um, so obviously I've been, you know, staying very safe. Luckily no one in my family, um, has had it. So we've been very fortunate in that sense, but, um, that was also another reason, another influence to wanting to kind of get off these medications recently. Um, because, you know, I was off it for a bit and basically I, you know, me and my doctor discussed, discussed it. And when I stopped taking it in, in January, um, the plan was, you know, to get off of it for a little bit, see how you're feeling. And then you may need to go back on it like right away if you start noticing your symptoms increasing or anything like that. But luckily I was, I was doing okay. I wasn't getting any worse. Um, and when we had that conversation again, I really said like, listen, with this whole pandemic going on, I don't want to be put back on these immunosuppressant drugs. Um, that puts me at even more risk. Um, and I think that was a really good decision. I was, I was very happy about that because just knowing me, knowing my history, you know, some people are on these medications and I know like it doesn't affect them in that way as much. Um, but for whatever reason, for me, especially like I would get sick a lot, just catch, catching things very easily. So I was very happy that, you know, I was, I was fortunate to be feeling okay and not have to be on these immunosuppressant medications. I think that helped a lot. Okay, that, that, that is good that, like, you know, on any, like, um, like high dose or, like, uh, anything, like, now, especially, like, was what's going on and, and, uh, and everything. Like, um, like, like, that's good that you're doing, like, quite well now, like, not being on any, on, uh, any medication. And yeah. seems seems like you're like like since you're like really young you've been through quite a lot like from starting like a young age like n- not knowing what Crohn's disease is or anything like that. So um, like with like having Crohn's, like have you actually met anybody who's who's had it? Yeah. So you know when I was a kid for years I didn't know anyone else that had it. It was like it seemed like a very, very rare thing to me. And obviously it still is, you know, pretty uncommon and a lot of people still don't know about it, but, um, you know, I'm starting to see now that it is becoming a little bit more common than it has been. Um, but then, as I mentioned before, one of my sisters did get diagnosed with Crohn's also when she was, um, she was probably around 12 or around that age. Um, so it was, it was like years after I was diagnosed. Um, but even then, that was really the only person that I personally knew that had Crohn's or something similar. And I would do the um, the take steps walk, like with the with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been doing that for a long time now. I, I started doing that when I was when I was young, and my whole family would would participate in it, and we would fundraise for it. So I did meet some people through that. Um, and just going to these events that they put on, like the like the walk, and that was always a really good experience. I always really enjoyed that. But even then, like you know, you there are a lot of people there that have Crohn's and colitis, and you kind of meet them, but you don't really, at least for me, I didn't really meet any good connections, like to stay in touch with people or anything like that. Um, it was kind of like a one-time thing. You go there once a year, and you see some people, and then, and then the rest of the years, like back to you know not knowing who they are but I would say in recent years um through like social media I've just connected with a lot more people not not 
meeting them in person, but just, you know, um, talking with them on social media and, and things like that, and just reaching out and networking with people. And, and that has really done a lot for me. Um, I've always been, I've had like an active um, Instagram account, kind of sharing my story with Crohn's and everything, but for a long time, it was never really, I didn't really use it that much, but just within these past few years, I've kind of used it a lot more. And just one thing, just to share my story and, and um, kind of find out more information and kind of help me and also help others. But also I did it as a way to kind of meet people, other people around my age that are going through similar things that I've been going through. And I've met a lot of really good people through that, um, that now I would say I've actually know pretty well, even the, even though they might be all the way like across the world like <laughs> from, from uh, London. But, you know, I think that's really great that today, you know, with, with things like Instagram and, and other social media platforms that you're able to kind of connect with this community of people with the chronic illnesses and people that have experienced the same things that you have and Definitely. You know, to share your stories. Because that is like, um, that's the thing like, with Instagram and social media, that, like, um, that's the good thing about it, that you can like, um, meet, meet like, uh, like, especially if you've got, like I'll say that that's what, like, one of the highlights about having Crohn's disease or any sort of IBD, like, um, like you can actually meet new people for, for it, even though it's not a good thing to have, you, you, you wouldn't wish it upon anyone to have it, but that's the, that's the good thing about it, like, you can meet new people, relate to them, their experiences, because, like, the good thing with Crohn's, like, um, you, like they could have the same symptoms as you, they can have the same, be on the same medication, and so some might not be on different medication, but, but that's still good, because you, you can like, um, inspire them as well to um, sh- share your story with them. Right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, like, with, like, like, as you said, like, with going like to fundraising events, um, like, like in the UK, that is that is similar. Like, with that, like, in the UK, they have their own walk, like in London, it's a, it's a walk each year, but like, fundraising mm. for it, get like walk around London, and there's 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 all, there's all sort of events everywhere, like in going to little meetings, um, especially like um, when I was first diagnosed, I I went to different sort of meetings to like um meet new people but um yeah so, it, That's good. so, so, so that was really good like um nice. like is there like is there anything like in the future like would like to do with maybe fundraising for like um crimes that like uh, you want to do yeah actually um so you know that my my instagram account I've, I've become you know a lot more um active on that and, you know, I've noticed, I've talked with a lot of people and I met with a lot of people through that, as, as, as I said, and I've always seen these accounts and they, you know, some of them have websites and they start a blog or they, they started um, a business and kind of like selling shirts or other things that they make, you know, to raise awareness and, and raise funds and things like that. And I became a lot more interested in, in doing that. So I've been, I've actually in the process of, um, working on a website to start up and hopefully that will that will get up pretty soon so I'm looking forward to that and I I think I mentioned that on my on my Instagram before um, and I'll probably make another announcement about it soon um, but I'm going to start a website I'm, and I'm probably going to start writing some blogs on it because some of the Instagram posts I write are more of a blog type structure so 
there's a lot of writing there and not a lot of room. You can't really write that much in the comments. And, you know, a lot of people don't read all of it anyway. So I think it's, it would be better to do it in a blog format, kind of on a website. And then, you know, I'd also have something about, you know, my background, my story there. And I might share some recipes on there for, you know, the diet that I'm currently doing that and kind of share how it helps me. Um, and then eventually I want to kind of start a clothing line. I've been working on that too, but that will probably still take a little bit to start up. Um, but I, I will kind of announce that on my, on my Instagram as well. Um, and I'll probably have that on the same website and hopefully the, the, the hope is to eventually get that up and running and, and be able to sell these t-shirts I've, I've designed and I've, I've designed um, a few different basic designs so far, um, which I think, I think are really cool. And they're just more focused generally on, um, you know, health and not, not Crohn specifically. I wanted to kind of make it more general so it could kind of relate to a lot more people within the chronic illness community. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. And I really hope that I have a good feeling about it and I hope, um, I hope it, it works out. You know, I think it should be good. It sounds like a really good idea. And you've got like, so you've got so many ideas there, like making your own website, making your own blog, um, like promoting health as well, which is really important and, and really good to do because, um, like, um, it can, it can help so many people like you're saying that inspire them to even, um, even make their own website and, um, like um, even like, that's sharing your story on there. So if, if like if people like um like I, I like I'm looking forward to seeing like your 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 website when it's up. So um just please let me know and I'll and I'll have a look at it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'll definitely uh I'll definitely keep you updated on it. Yeah. And and and, um, and and like for the people listening who 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 want to like hear more of your story, did you, did you want to share like your Instagram name so like other people can see your story? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So yeah, my Instagram account is at Living with Crohn's Disease. Um, just you know, spelt out normally. So um, it, so yeah, you can follow me on there, and and that that's basically the best way to kind of know um what what I'm up to. I'm, I'm pretty, I share pretty frequently on that account and I'm always pretty active on it and I check it every day. So also if anyone wants to message me on it, um, you're more than welcome to, I'll, I'll, I'll respond. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so if you want to hear about, um, um, Robbie's story, uh, have a look at his Instagram account because he's got some really good content on there and it's all like um it's all related about um helping people um inspiring them and and even uh, like um sharing his own story too so um j- j- just a, um, a, a last thing um is there like any advice you have for uh, anyone like um public current disease ibd and, and like anything that's going on in the world right now um yeah i mean it's, it's hard to give uh, advice to, you know, everyone's experiencing different things, but my, the best advice that I could give is, is to just really try to reach out and connect with people um, within this community, you know, on social media, whatever it is, social media, going to, 
you know, through the, um, the CCFA or, you know, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, or even if it's just local, like support groups within your community, anything, whatever you're comfortable with, whatever works best for you. I think that that really helps me a lot in my journey. And I think it, it can really help a lot of other people too. Um, because it, it's, it's a tough, tough thing. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to do it by yourself. You shouldn't have to do that. And, you know, it just makes life a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable when you have other people to relate with and, and to talk to. And like, like we talked about before that have similar experiences. Um, so yeah, just definitely kind of network and kind of be part in this community of people with chronic illnesses and, or young, young people with chronic illnesses or, um, it's a really great, great community. I met so many amazing people through it. So, well, that, that's awesome. Like, um, that's awesome. Just like to say that, like, 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 like connecting with people, which is like really important. And it's also more, it's also important for your health as well, isn't it? Because um, like, like to, to get things off your chest. Like, I know, I know, like, I know everyone. Like, it's not like I'm comfortable like, with sharing the story, but I know it, it can take time. Like, to like it's, uh, like speak out about like um, your IBD, kind of like other people, because um, so, so some people might be a bit like shy to like say about it because they might be right. a bit embarrassed. But it is it, it is good to like um like they say, reach out to people, speak out to people, and even just make new friends throughout the the, the community, as you said. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, and and even you know if you. Like, you know, some people like to keep things more private and that's totally fine too. Um, you know, I'm not saying you have to make, you know, be like an influencer on social media or anything like that. For sure. That, that's definitely not for everyone. But um, even if you're just able to reach out to some people, I, I mean, personally, my experience, some of the people that I've just reached out to um, are, have just helped me in, in so many ways that like I was, I would never expect, you know, it could be like complete strangers that, um, you know, you never met and they're just so willing to help with just general advice or their, their stories. So it's, you know, it's definitely worth it. And is it like, well, thank you for like telling your story today. And like, um, I know, I know lots of people will be inspired about like everything you said about like you have a Crohn's disease, your like all the things you, you, you're going to be doing, like with your blog, with your website, with like promoting health. So well done to that and i wish you wish you like the best of luck with, with doing all that and thank you for like joining me today yeah thank you mason this was this is fun yeah, it's really good um so thank you and it was re- really nice talking to you yeah you too we'll yeah. have to maybe do this again sometime and Definitely, um, yeah. maybe we can i can give you some more updates on you know what i've been up to and if you, if that sounds good, yeah, it sounds good. We should definitely do this again. Um, thank you and stay safe. All right, you too. Take Bye. care.